Lucy, baby. Lucy, Lucy. <laughs> um, I wanted to tell you, my mum keeps on sending me uh, texts about the spooky location that we want to go to in a couple weeks. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this. So Very excited. For you listeners, we... Mm-hmm. I think we spoke about it in one of our episodes, about this place called Goblin Hall, which yeah. is in East Lothian, and it's supposedly a, a wizard of sorts. <laughs> uh, built this cast or built this, like, castle with goblins... A wizard! A wizard! Um, oh my god. Yeah, he was like a Satanist and apparently he like... Um, Same. Sum- <laughs> summoned goblins and they helped him build this hall. Um, don't know how true to real life it is. I mean, it sounds pretty realistic to me. <laughs> but Drew, uh, Daniel, Mary and I are going for Halloween for a spooky walk there. Yeah. And my mum messaged me today being like, so her friend lives right beside Goblin Hall. Um, and she was like, we don't venture up there. Like, it's pretty, <sighs> yeah. It is forbidden. It is forbidden. And apparently, um, no wildlife. You don't hear any sounds of animals when you're there. It's like oh, completely honey. silent. Wildlife, just you wait. <laughs> Just you wait. You want some wildlife up in Goblin Hall, baby? I'll be up there with all the wildlife. I'll be like fucking Snow White up there. <laughs> Squirrels, snails, snails. Squirrels, snails, pigeons, deer, greyhounds. Any animal can come and party with us up there. Siberian tigers if they want to as well. Not that there's many left. <laughs> nah, they're like, fuck, I'm not going. Nah, you go on your own. We'll stay back. Fine, I'll go with all the animals. Yeah, well, I am a bit worried that... The, we're, the wildlife. <laughs> the wildlife. Uh, Mary and I, we're going to take our GoPro to record some of it. And mm. I feel it may be a Blair Witch situation. I'm not Which I'm it. living for. Yeah, but it means we're dead, Drew. <laughs> I don't know. Like to be, the, to be the stars of the plot of a horror film, a real-life horror film on Halloween, I'm not mad. Because it's not like we can have a fucking Halloween party. That's very true. We'll party so. in hell. Hell yeah. Um, also, I found out that there was a witch's coven behind my house, which is fucking cool. So we're going to be <laughs> investigating that very soon. We're beco- going to become ghost hunters. Oh my god, literally. Zach Bagan who? <laughs> yeah. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. I was crying at that gift that I sent you. I couldn't believe I found that. Oh, what was that? When we oh, yeah. when, so when when me and Robbie were discussing uh, going to check this place out, he sent me a photo of Zach Pagan with like his big glasses and his top hat, and he was like, "This is going to be my look for our adventure." And I replied with a gif of him like sliding really slowly on ice. It's so funny. For those that don't know, Zach Pagan is the host of Ghost Adventures, which is a great show to be fair. But he is such a character he's mm. insane we've spoken about him so much on the podcast it's so funny the episode he did where they went to the, the Annabelle doll mm. and they, the guy literally told him not to touch it and he just reaches out and touches its leg and then he faints and it's like oh my <laughs> god like are you kidding me that's like when you're in a restaurant and the person puts down the food in front of you and they're like oh don't touch the plate it's hot and then someone touches it and they're like oh shit that's hot and it's like <laughs> well I told you didn't I the waiter told you <clears throat> see I I actually thought it was um, 
<laughs> you fancying him and it was like someone walking and slipping because they're soaking wet. That's what I thought that gif was. Really? <laughs> yeah. No. Is that? No. <laughs> Honey, no. No, 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 no. No. He likes to make out that he's like this big ghost hunting hunk. Mm. When really he probably, I don't he probably wouldn't have even got into like Mystery Inc. <laughs> he's a nerd. You know I mean, he, yeah. Like Velma is above him. <laughs> And we stand Velma. I reckon if yeah. we were Mystery Egg, we'd definitely be on the level of Velma. Uh, I'd probably be Shaggy. Mm, yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think I'd be Daphne. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm definitely Velma. <laughs> I think you'd be Fred. <laughs> really? Yeah, well, like... Because I'm, I'm tall and have blonde hair. You're tall, blonde hair, a bit clueless. Yeah, fair enough, I'll take that. <laughs> Like, he looks nice, he looks yeah. great, but he's fucking dumb. <laughs> also, just putting out there, I'm not dumb. I'm actually very intelligent, thank you. He is a very intelligent man. I can spell seven words. <laughs> you just can't spell seven. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, so, getting back onto the topic of spooky stuff, I mm. saved this because I wanted to tell you on the podcast because it was very cool. Okay. So, one of my clients at work was telling me about this. So, he's an architect and mm. he sort of does this kind of work where he goes to investigate like old buildings to see if they can be like, I don't know, fixed or whatever. Mm. Yeah. And he was telling me, so <clears throat> they went to Roslyn Lee Hospital. Mm. Which is obviously the really famous like ex um, mental hospital out in Midlothian, which has got like a, such a spooky rep for being like this, you know, scary mm. asylum type building. When actually it was just a hospital for people. Yeah. Um, but there was a ch- there's a children's ward, and he said he was he he has to go in there himself, oh. like during the day. And I'm like, dude, no. Mm. So he went in, and he went into the children's ward, and apparently there was like in one of the rooms there was like just a singular bed like a perfectly made kids kid size bed oh. like like literally was like almost ready for a patient or whatever mm. um so yeah they saw that and was like oh that's kind of weird there were rosary beads on the bed Ooh. not even kidding uh, so they left and he went back the next again day the bed had moved into the middle of the room and the sheets were all over the room and the rosary beads were all broken and scattered all over the floor no fuck off Swear to God. And he was like, there was no one in the building because obviously it's under surveillance all the time. Like, there's security guards so that people don't break in. And they've got, like, motion detectors and all this stuff. And he was like, yeah, there was no one there. No one had gone in. And we went back the next day and it was completely rearranged. The bed was fucked, basically. I was... proper had like chills when he told me i was like dude that is mad eh? i would never go in there again that's fucking cool it's so cool eh? but oh spooky i was just like oh i love i love when my clients tell me like scary stories as soon as i talk start talking about anything spooky they're like oh i've got a story for you you'll like this and i'm like oh give me it yeah well everyone does everyone has a story everyone has a story give us them yeah, we want to hear your stories, guys. So just a reminder that you can send in your own spooky stories. So you can DM us on Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want. Yeah. Or you can email us, which is uh, trickert1 at gmail.com. So send your stories and we'll tell them. Give us them for Halloween. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Also, another fun little snippet just to jump in there mm. before you... Uh, I saw you I saw you were about to speak and I, I caught you, didn't I? <laughs> Did you see 
the, 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 so I think Daniel posted this in the group chat and he kept saying to me, he was like, I really want you to talk about this on the podcast because it's so funny. Did you see the story of the woman who was on this morning <laughs> who was engaged to marry a ghost and she called the wedding off because they had gone on holiday together apparently and he, inverted commas, <laughs> fell in with a bad crowd. I was howling. <laughs> it was brilliant. Like, honestly, just go on YouTube once you've finished listening to this episode, of course. Go on YouTube <laughs> and type in woman who was planning to marry a ghost or whatever. And it's just so funny. Like, there, so we watched other clips of it. And uh, the first time she was on uh, This Morning, which is a breakfast time TV show in the UK for our non-UK listeners, mm. uh, she was sitting <laughs> with, with the, the ghost I think his name was Ray and uh, so obviously there's just an empty space next to her and uh, she's like talking about it and the host Philip he goes to her so Ray uh, what do you think about all this and I'm not even kidding the camera pans to like where he would be sitting and there's just no one there it is so funny and obviously he doesn't say anything and she just kind of jumps in and was like oh she, he says this he says that and it's just like Okay, okay. The best thing about it is the woman's name. I, I don't really want to say it because I don't want to take the piss out of her. But mm. you know that purple crystal that everyone has that has healing powers or whatever? Mm-hmm. That might be her first name. <laughs> well, what name? So, yeah. I, I don't know. And her second name is, you know, there's different uh, levels to uh, what we see and what we don't see, which we've spoken about. You know, if, if you get what I mean. There's oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it starts with R. Ends with elms. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh man, oh, wow. so funny, so funny. Like, best thing ever. Bless her. I felt really sorry for her, actually. Because mm-hmm. it's almost like you can see in her face that she knows it's bullshit. <laughs> but she's went so far. And she can't, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I just feel sorry for her. She <clears throat> went to Portugal on holiday and then she broke up with them. She's just left That's there right. without anyone. That's right. The best bit as well is that she apparently said that so this this ghost, her fiance Ray, had fallen in with a bad crowd and apparently had brought other spirits to the house. <laughs> um, they would just lay about in the living room all day, like drinking and smoking and falling, <laughs> like just doing bad things. And she was like, "I just couldn't handle it anymore, so I chucked them out." <laughs> like, okay, cool. What did you do? Just get some sage. Good for you. I mean, yeah. If uh, yeah, don't don't. Uh, if your spouse or partner ever ends up like that, then probably not. Yeah, good idea to keep them around. Um, ghost or <laughs> living. Yep, exactly. Mad, absolutely madness. However, however, I think it's time to talk about this next one, which I'm very excited about. Yep. So, as you all know, we are doing a special uh, series throughout October, where every week we investigate a different case by Ed and Lorraine Warren. Mm. And this week it's Robbie's turn So he chose this story So you're all welcome Because it's a pretty cool story And it's a very long one So settle in yep. Get a little snack <laughs> Buckle up Buckle up, buckaroo <laughs> Buckle up, buckaroo It's also a fucking scary one as well So Yeah, yeah So It's, it's well scary This one is The Smurl Family Haunting Which mm. is so cool um, I wanted to say, first of all, again, thank you, Ed and Lorraine Warren, for helping me with... I, I mean, I'm showing the book. No one can see it apart from you, yeah. and it's blurred. He's, he's holding the book up there. Yep. It's it's, uh, it's called The Haunted. 
It is. Which, again, was by Ed and Lorraine Warren, which you can get from Amazon or any good bookstore. Exactly. Go for the independents. Let's keep them going right now. Yeah, absolutely. Support small businesses in these trying times. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so it's... Ed and Lorraine Warren had a load of stuff. Uh, Robert Curran, who was a reporter for a newspaper, and, in fact, Jack and Janet Smurl helped write the book as well. Um, yeah. A lot of people have said it's absolute bullshit and that they've put mm. a load of stuff in. But no matter what, are we here for real or are we here for spooky fucking shit? Hell yeah. Well, we are called Trick or Tea. Exactly. Is it real? Could be real. Is it not? Could be, could be bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> End of the day, we love a good ghost or paranormal or spooky or serial killer, whatever you want. So let's hear it. The Smurl Family Hauntings. Um, and I will say we're going to put a trigger warning on this one. Just a little boop, trigger warning for yeah. you all. There is sexual abuse stuff. So yes, there is. If that's not something you really want to be listening to, I mean, it's it's not really in depth, but it's still if if that's going to hurt you, try yeah. not to listen to it. Yeah, there are traces of it in this story. Just warning you. Yeah. Um. Well, let's dive right in. <coughs> so hell yeah. <coughs> in mm. 1973. John and Mary Smurl bought a duplex on Chase Street, West Pittston, Pennsylvania, for their son Big Jacko, or Jack, after <laughs> his house in Wilkes Bar was wiped out from a hurricane. Which is such yeah, a shame. got all flooded. Mm-hmm. Sucks. I mean, they actually did build it back up, but they'd already moved, so they're like, ah, fuck it, let's just go. Yeah, fuck uh, it, what the hell? So Jack and his wife Janet, who had two daughters at the time, um, I want to say that some of the names in the story have been changed because they didn't want to be in the public spotlight. Um, yeah. So one of the daughters who I'll be calling Kim, her name is not Kim. Um, no. So two daughters at the time, Don and Kim. <laughs> um, Don and, and Kim. And then they would eventually have another two daughters uh, that were twins called Sharon and Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon and Karen. Sharon and Karen. They sound like the two most hated <laughs> customers in Witherspoons. You can imagine the Sharons and the Karens. Oh, God, yeah. You know, demanding their Pinot Grigios outside Witherspoons right now. They're battering the doors in. It's like, it's 10.01, please, can I have another bottle? Yeah. Fuck off, Karen. Yeah. Um, so as soon as they moved in, shit started happening. Um, I've got a few wee creepy things that first happened right at the start. So one of the first things was Mary purchased a rug for the living room for them. So Mary's mm. their mummy, um, which was in perfect condition. Um, as soon as they laid it down, a weird grease stain appeared on it. So they cleaned the rug, which got rid of the stain. But two days later, stain was back again. Disgusting. Disgusting. So they kept on cleaning it, and every couple days the stain would come mm. back, so they just hoofed it out. They're like, ah. Yeah, it seemed like pretty much any personal touches they put on this house were kind of like destroyed within a few days of it. Like, I think they put in um, like a new bathroom. A new, a new sink and a new bath, and apparently it was all scratched and cracked and stuff. So any kind of like uh, fixtures they put into the house that wasn't there before started to get like thicked up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so another one was uh, things catching on fire for no reason. So 
They had a TV that went up in flames whilst Jack was watching his shows. Um, a new electric stove caught on fire. And even Jack's brand new car caught on fire. God damn it, Jack. <laughs> as, you, you know there's just like Drew Barrymore as a child and Firestarter stood in the corner of this house just setting things on fire with their mind. <laughs> you know? You know well, the movie. Uh, do I? No. Well, yeah, it's it's a Stephen King book, apparently, oh. that was made into a movie and Drew Barrymore, when she's a little kid, she can set things on fire with her mind. I don't know Creepy. if I've seen that. Ah. Yeah, yeah, oh. it was like what, our second like big movie after E.T., I think. Ah. Which also, while we're on the topic of E.T., by the way, holy shit, the the Haunting of Bly Manor, mm-hmm. which, which I finished last night, by the way, and was very, I really liked the end and it was very cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't realise that the uncle was the kid from E.T. It's Elliot, yeah. It's little Elliot from E.T. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we were watching it last night, and there was a scene where the phone rings, and he goes down to the phone, and I turn to Daniel, and I was like, it's E.T. on the phone. <laughs> he's, 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 he's phoning, it's he's, he's E.T. phoning home, you see? You see? He literally just glared at me, and I was like, never mind, just keep watching, keep watching it, keep watching. It wasn't, needless to say, it wasn't Elliot. I was just expecting, like, a wee voice to come down the phone, like, Elliot. <laughs> oh, that's such a good um, show. Yeah, it was great. So yeah, go watch that. But anyway, I'm sorry for interrupting. I just had to jump in there. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, Yeah, I sort of thought with some of this stuff, maybe it's just showing the sign of the times when it comes to safety features. Well, yeah, the 70s, I guess. They're, I don't know, like, (laughs) everything was very flammable in the houses, like big fucking fur rugs and, you know, like shagadelic couches and all that stuff. Like, you can imagine the material just would catch fire very quickly, but... I don't know. Poor, poor. Uh, did you say his name was John? Uh, Jack. Poor Jack. He's trying to set and watch his shows. I don't know. Maybe like Drag Race or something. <laughs> He's trying to watch TV, and then the, the TV just bursts into flames. Thanks, Drew Barrymore. It wasn't Drew Barrymore, by the way. That was just a dumb joke that I put in there. It was probably a ghost. Are you okay? <laughs> yes, I'm fine. I'm just full of uh, full of pep today. I'm full of beans today. Yeah. I've got my tea next to me, because, you know, we're spilling the tea on uh, the story. Yeah, I've got my Pepsi. Tea. Tea. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. So, yeah, I was going to say about the the bath. You've gone in there, you've got it. There was, like, claw marks on it. Um, Same with, like, woodwork and ceiling trim. They would put it up, and then it would end up with what seemed like claw marks. Fucking weird. Um, Very strange. <clears throat> yeah, so during 1975, Don would run into the parents' room on multiple occasions screaming that there were people floating about the room. But well, That's fucking scary. Yeah, and when Jack and Janet would investigate, there was nothing there. Um, I feel that Don was doing drugs. Really? No. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, oh, we're debunking it already. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, no, there's just people floating about our room. Yeah, fuck that Not shit. Not potatoes, people. <laughs> there's potato floating <laughs> Also, again, Vine. We love a Vine reference. Yeah. You know we love a Vine reference here on Trick or Tea. If anyone has an Alexa, <laughs> please go up to it and say, Alexa, play a Vine reference. You will not be disappointed. I didn't know it could do that until you guys posted it in the chat the other day. I was like, oh my God. I was stood in the kitchen for about half an hour, just like, Alexa, play a Vine reference. I'm trying not to say it too loud in case she hears me. <laughs> yeah, she's always listening. 
She's always listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like that, uh, I was going to say, that South Park episode where they deliberately put in them shouting Alexa and then putting really horrific things in people's baskets. Oh! So, <clears throat> so they're like, um, Alexa, put in ball bags into my um, Amazon shop list, and then everyone's <laughs> ball bags come up. And they list. <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, that's so that's very, that's very, very clever, actually. It is. Um, oh. But we're not here for South Park references or Alexas. No. Um, so Dawn was seeing people floating around her room. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> um, yeah, good luck with that, Don. So, yeah, we're skipping a, a bit ahead. In 1977, they, by this point, knew that shit was kicking off. That It, it yeah. was still quite um, subtle, the stuff that mm. was happening. Um, it was still definitely weird stuff. So they, this, these hauntings went on for at least 13 years also. Yeah. When they stayed in this house, like... Nah, you'd be out of there. 13 years? Are you kidding me? But I guess things must have been different back then. Like, maybe they just didn't have the money to move house. I don't know. Yeah, well, it was actually Jack's mum and dad that bought it for them. So they're obviously skint after their house collapsed. So Yeah, yeah, because they lived in the house too. Yeah, so they were... Mm -hmm. It was like they had the north side and John and Mary had the other side. Um, Mm. But yeah, they're obviously really tight with cash and especially when it was just Jack working and Janet was a stay-at-home uh, wife with four kids. That's a lot of money that's going through. So, they, yeah, I don't think they could afford to go. Um, hmm. So a, a couple other things that happened. Again, this could just be dodgy stuff from the 70s, but <laughs> uh, toilets flushing on their own, uh, radios would turn on full blast, and they would hear people moving around, opening drawers and such when the rooms were vacant. So all this stuff was mm. happening all the time. There was also cases of disturbing voices and sounds. Yep. Apparently went through the house numerous times as well, which is spooky as fuck. Yeah, all of this is just getting more and more spooky. Um, oh, yeah. And this is when things just turn up a little, just a boop, just one notch goes up. <laughs> so mm-hmm. rocking chairs would now rock on their own. Um, no, oh no, 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 no! You're not here for a rocking chair that starts rocking back and forth itself. Like hell no. Yeah, that's like that's like cliche haunted house vibes. Like as soon as you see that, you're like, nah, I'm good. I'll literally live in the woods with the Blair with the Blair Witch. Yeah. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Jack. Now this is this is the start of something really seedy. But Jack would sometimes feel a caress on his shoulder, like his wife wanted sexy time. And he would turn mm. around and be like, yeah, let's fuck it. Oh, you're asleep. Oh. oh. So someone was caressing his shoulder. Stay mm. tuned for that one. Um, there was also that horrific smell that lingered in the house, which the kids joked that it was Jack's smelly feet. <laughs> oh, that stank. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's your, your smelly feet. And he's like, no, girls, it's just some demons in this bitch. <laughs> that ain't my feet. It's probably a demon or whatever. You said you saw one floating around your room the other night, huh? Shut the hell up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. And yeah, so the, the occurrences would kick off even more once the twins, Sharon and Karen, were born. Um, mm-hmm. So... Janet seemed to get a lot of the activity as a housewife, housewife, housewife being in the house on her own. 
So, as we were saying, she constantly heard voices calling her name um, or having conversations with her daughters before realising none of the kids were around. That would Jesus turn you a bit loopy. Being like, There's apparently one story where she's like, uh, Dawn, have you got your lunch? And she's like, yeah, I've got it. And she's like, are you sure? And she goes up the stairs and Dawn and Kim are in their rooms. That's so creepy. Yeah. And Can you imagine? Times where she's like doing the washing down in the basement and apparently she just kept on hearing her name being called mm. but getting louder and louder. Yeah, so apparently I was looking at this so this apparently was like a huge part of it that the mum was being targeted mm-hmm. um, to the point where she literally almost lost her mind. Yeah. Like the obviously whatever it was that was in this house like began to like psychologically torment her Um, like you said they would constantly hear names and stuff and yeah yeah spooky like her name imagine just like hearing your name like randomly shouted in your house every so often by someone that's not there that's pretty fucking creepy like yeah unless someone had like hacked an Alexa imagine that (laughs) oh (laughs) dawn oh no that's scary just like (laughs) Dre Dre I'm gonna do yeah. it. <laughs> Don't, eh? Because I'm in the house myself. Daniel's at the gym, so watch this. Like, I'll hear a fucking voice in the hall in a minute, and I'll be like, "Ah, there's someone here!" Yeah, we better not say Alexa too loud because she's gonna hear you and she's gonna say something, and you're gonna fucking freak. If I hear it, honestly, I will actually jump out the window. I won't jump out the window. That's a bit far. But I'll I'll, I'll jump out the seat. Fucking hell! Yeah, I'll definitely jump out the seat. Uh, mm-hmm. What? What? Nothing. <laughs> I was just look, I was just I was just looking at myself in the camera. <laughs> no, I kind of had a scary thought there. So I have like a background on me, which is like a full moon in the woods, mm-hmm. and so I can't actually see what's behind me. But things only actually appear when they move, and I'm like, see if something moves behind me in the corner. I swear. Oh no! Because watch this. I'll have these headphones on. I won't even hear it. Daniel will come in from the gym, and he'll come in, and I'll fucking poop myself <laughs> well that's even like sometimes I'm holding the kittens and then suddenly Laszlo will just like look up be like <laughs> follow something around the room follow something like, around the room no Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. no 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 however Mary and I have actually spoken about this which is <laughs> oh, there's going to be so many people there like oh come on but we're like yeah if the cat mm-hmm. sees something it is this time of year for spirits to come, so we'll just let well, them in. Well, this is true. This is true. It's when the the veil between the living and the dead is at its thinnest. Yeah, so let them in. Make sure you don't get any evil ones, but just let them yeah. do their business and let them go. Don't invite them in. No. But, you know, if they're there, just, I don't know, say hi, be nice, you know. <laughs> put, put out a snack. <laughs> it's going to be one morning I come downstairs to make a coffee and look in the living room and there's like 50 ghost alls like sitting on the sofa like, <laughs> morning. <laughs> morning, morning, dude. It's, uh, well, it's, it's Ray's, it's Ray and his mates. <laughs> you know, it's the women from this morning, it's her husband and her mates that are just moving around and they're, they're bad crew. I'm like, oh, can you do some tidying? They're like, fuck you. Would it kill you to wash a dish? <laughs> huh? Sounds like married to me. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> We're going back. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this is the first really scary event that occurs. So, their daughter Kim had turned 13, and as a Catholic, she was to be confirmed into the Catholic Church. So, confirmed is the same as like a bar mitzvah. 
It's the mm. coming of age. Um, so it was a big event. Uh, Janet and the girls were getting ready for the event, and Janet was helping Kim with her dress when suddenly they heard a horrific ripping noise. So they realized that the heavy ceiling light was dropping from the ceiling and it was heading right for Shannon's head. Mm. So they all tried to get out of the way and luckily the four foot long ceiling light only hit Shannon in the shoulder after she had moved slightly. Um, This is when they both knew things were getting more violent and after the incident, Mm. Janet and Jack reached out to many people including parapsychologists, universities and friends and the consensus from pretty much all of them was, don't watch as many scary movies. That's insane. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> that, to me, though, is probably the scariest thing about having, like, experience in a haunting or something like that, is people not believing you. Yeah, yeah. That scares me so much, because, like, imagine if you did move into a house and there was, like, you know, a little demon boy or whatever just hanging out. Mm. And everyone's like, yeah, Drew, like, we know you love horrors and we know you love horror films. Like, you've obviously just watched one too many. And I'm like, no, I swear to God, like, I was levitating the other night. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> well, this is something my mum has said to me on a number of occasions. She's like, because, um, you know, I, I saw stuff when I was a kid and I don't know if it was ghosts or if it was just my imagination. But my mum always believed me. And when I grew up, I kind of said, like, it would have been nice if you just said, like, oh, Robbie, it's just your imagination. And my mum was like, no, because if I had seen something, I would want you to immediately be there for me if it was scaring the shit out of me. But I know it's also, yeah, it's going to scare the shit out of you more if you get told that it's a dead guy walking about. Exactly. But I also find it so strange when something like this happens to a kid or whatever and then someone's like oh it's just your imagination and it's almost like is that them saying that to just sort of reassure themselves because they know that kid probably did see something mm-hmm. i mean obviously kids are wild and they, they will make up stuff and blah 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 for attention or whatever but also i mean if the kid's like in the corner like screaming shivering crying that's pretty much a sign that yeah no this is probably real yeah well you can usually tell when kids are making shit up i mean I'm sure I've said to my mum before, like, oh yeah, I walked into the living room and Barney the dinosaur was just, like, talking to me. And then there's other (laughs) days where I'm like, I saw a bearded man in the living room. There's a difference. (laughs) Yeah, there's a massive difference there. (laughs) I mean, yeah, kids have pretty wild imaginations, but I don't know, if there's a man standing in the corner who's fully engulfed in flames and you can watch his skin peel off, (laughs) that's pretty wild for a five-year-old to say. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Um, That's partly based on a true story, by the way. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yeah, by someone that we know, their daughter had apparently seen this, which was terrifying. I need to find out the full story of that one again, because I can't remember it, and it is Mm. fucking insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'll I'll Mm. talk to him. But, yeah, so um, in April, the whole family decided to go on a family trip to get away from the house. Um, This is when things get real weird, because even the neighbours start noticing things with the house as well. So uh, this will become a recurring theme where the neighbours and friends were all, all under the impression that something really spooky was happening in that house. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, one Saturday night, a neighbour that didn't want to be named uh, was walking past the house when they went on holiday. So they told them, like, can you just watch the house for us while we're away? Um, yeah. So they're walking past the house when they heard like some horrendous noises. Um, they sounded like it was like people were dying. 
screaming in pain and even believed it would be the same noises you would hear at concentration camps. Like, Jeez. like it was just like almost hell had opened. It's the sound of just pure screams and pain and agony. Mm, well, you know, I don't know if you're you're going to get to that later. I don't want to spoil it, but they did say, Mister Ed and Lorraine, Mrs. and Mister <laughs> Ed and Lorraine Warren, they actually came to believe that this house was a gateway oh, to another dimension. I didn't know this actually. Yeah, they actually believed that it was a gateway to another dimension, which is why there was so much darkness and so much evil within this house. I also think it's to do with so the house was obviously split into two different parts. So there was the the east, the, sorry, the left side and the right side, mm. and apparently there's like a thing there where it's like it's almost like a crossroads. Like you know how there's that like sort of myth that you meet the devil at the crossroads. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's Oh, it's so strange. It might be sort of similar to Amityville, how obviously it's just this almost like cursed bit of land. Yeah. But um, yeah, apparently they thought that it was a genuine like gateway to another dimension and that things had slipped back and forward. So it would make sense that you could hear like screams and agony and all that because, you know, they could have literally been hearing the sounds of hell. That's a good, a very good point, actually. Yeah, because even they said that they heard um, it was like flapping from gigantic birds that were just kicking about inside the house it was just like you could hear the wings really loud wings inside the house Um, well we didn't actually put in that part about the family that they actually had two uh vultures as pets stop i'm so i'm so i'm I'm so sorry i'm so sorry they actually had they actually had a like they had a a winged horse like pegasus from hercules (laughs) Who was the family dog? It wasn't a German shepherd that was thrown across the room. It was actually their Pegasus. <laughs> My Pegasus named Simon. <laughs> yeah, this is Simon Pegasus. They're not actually called Pegasus. I don't know what the Greek mythology name for that creature is, but oh, I know geez. that Hercules' one was called Pegasus. Oh, I can't remember. I'm sure it has a name. It does, it does. So obviously everyone everyone knows the flying horse from Hercules. Yeah. Which the Smurl family also had. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't. I'm so sorry. I just wanted to lighten it up a bit because we were talking about hell and it was getting a bit dark. I mean, yeah, we're talking about <laughs> hell and concentration camps. Yeah, just throw in a bit of lighthearted Hercules chat. Yeah, a bit of Greek mythology because what's 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 more lighthearted than Greek mythology? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not. It's very <clears throat> sexy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right, so I'm going to get straight in. There's some more things that happened. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. In June 1985, after Jack and Janet had done the pumping, um, Janet Jesus. was violently pulled by her leg and dragged off the bed and across the floor, almost like something was jealous of oh, her getting with Jack. So, honey. yeah, there was then terrible loud banging on all the walls and that horrific foul smell come back again. Um, after the episode had finished, Janet started feeling more and more powerless, and the whole family could see it. She just lost the will to live. Yeah, I mean it's pretty understandable with yeah. having to deal with this shit for like thirteen years. Yeah, especially with you know her hearing noises and seeing all this stuff, and then finally mm. she's in like a night of passion with the love of her life, and even then that gets ruined as well. So it's mm-hmm. like she has no time to just chill the fuck out, and have a good shag. Well, there you go. <laughs> we all need a good shag. <laughs> sure. 
Sorry, mum. <laughs> oh, no. No, you know what? You won't believe oh. what my mum fucking said today. So I was, on oh, a, I was on a phone call with my mum and my sister. And my sister and I couldn't stop laughing because <laughs> we were talking. I said to her, like, oh, did you realise that it's a full moon on Halloween this year? And my mum was like, yeah. just make sure you don't like the black flamed candle. Oh! <laughs> Amazing. I was like, Mum, we're not getting into this. How dare Ooh, you? <laughs> a virgin will summon us from the ground. Uh, it was wow. probably the, the wittiest thing my mum has said in a long time. I could stop yeah. laughing. Imagine if uh, Laszlo just starts talking to you in like an oldie English-American accent. <gasps> I would love it so much. Eh. You should have called your cat Zachary. We, I thought about Binks, but After I have Zachary a... Zachary Binks. Or just Binks, yeah, I guess that's what it's called. Um, I have a friend, or we have a friend, that has a cat called Binks that's black. And we thought, we're not going to copy. We can't do it. Mm, I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, I would love to have called him Binks, because it's perfect for a black cat. But <laughs> yeah. um, Right, so... <clears throat> This is when, if you don't like um, hearing about animals getting harmed, uh, just put your fingers in your ears. Because um, yeah. this is sad. So, when the this is when the violent attacks started happening. Um, so, before it was more noises, and then obviously when she gets grabbed, this is when they're actually getting touched and hit, and things are really mm. quite violent. So, mm. um, the first thing was that their lovely dog, Simon who is a harmless Pegasus, as we know. <laughs> no, he is a harmless and kind German Shepherd that wouldn't hurt a fly. Um, they'd had him since he was a puppy, and he was a lovely wee dog. Um, the first ha- attack happened when Janet was doing dishes. So Simon was lying down on the floor when he was suddenly picked up from the floor by an invisible force and suddenly thrown full force against the kitchen door. It's horrible. Yep, and apparently he was just whimpering and crying, oh. and obviously he had no idea what had just happened to him. Mm-hmm. Poor weasel. Yeah. Um, Bless him. So, although, yeah, he was whimpering, he was luckily okay, but then a few days later, Janet was again in the kitchen when she saw Simon suddenly freeze and start wailing in terrible pain before convulsing, Um and all Janet could do was hold him until it stopped. Oh. She said it was like he was getting flayed, like he was just getting ripped apart. Oh my god, I didn't know about that. Yeah, like imagine just, like, I hate when I hear, like, babies cry or, like, I stand on the cat's tail and it makes a little noise. Like, mm-hmm. imagine just seeing a dog screaming in pain and you can't do anything about it. Uh, Trying not to. Yeah, but Simon does not ever die. So you got that. Ah, he makes it out. He makes it out. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, also, I don't know if you saw this. She also saw a puppy run across a living room with no head or fucking tail. What? Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, just like. Wow. A headless puppy run across the room. Yeah. Why not? Just like. <laughs> mm, interesting. Could be a, it could be a, a hell, a hellhound that came through the dimension. Who knows? Yeah. Well, now, you, now you've said about the dimension thing. A lot of things make so much more sense. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So apparently, so obviously all the, the bad stuff that was going on in the house, it was actually 
The Warrens had said that it was a demonic entity named a, a succubus. Yeah, a succubus. And this demon apparently was orchestrating all the stuff that was going on. So it was a lot of evil spirits, and then there was like this demon that was just like, do this, do that, like do all this bad stuff. So I don't know, maybe they came from the, the realm, came through the little... Little, little people that uh, went to this other dimension. Who knows? Yeah, I was actually going to look up the the perfect definition of succubus, but a, essentially, it's a female demon that preys on men and and likes to shag them and kind of, um, yeah, Jesus. they're they're horrible. Um, I see. Yeah. So, um, I have one little story about uh, Sharon, not Karen, Sharon. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the kids weren't exempt from a lot of these hauntings, although it was a lot of Janet. It was also the kids. Um, so one night, Sharon was in a room that she shared with her sister on the top bunk. Um, she dozed off before suddenly waking up in pain and crying out for help. Um, she was somehow huddled up at the bottom of the stairs as if she'd been sleepwalked to the top of the stairs and shoved down them. Jeez. So she wakes up not knowing where the hell she is. And then Jack hears this thud and then hears his daughter screaming. And he said that the thing that he didn't understand was the floors were really creaky. So he would have heard her get out of bed, jump down from mm-hmm. the top bunk, mm-hmm. walk out and then get jump- uh, kicked down the stairs. But Well, there were reports of levitation. Yeah. That, so maybe, that- they, maybe she levitated or whatever. I don't know. That's exactly what I think it has. However, Hmm. you know what? I don't think anyone should hear any more. No, you've had enough. Yeah. Sorry. I'm done with you. I'm done with (laughs) you. (laughs) And I'm done with the guy standing behind you in your room. That's just my spooky sign. Oh, it's so nice. I can't wait to see it in person. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck this pandemic. Fuck it in the butt. <laughs> really? <sighs> no. <laughs> it's not actually a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so that uh, concludes part one yep. of the Smurl family haunting. So we will be back. We will be back. In a few days. Uh, don't know if it's going to be Thursday. Probably Thursday. Yeah, Thursday or Friday, depending on when we feel like you deserve the episode. Yeah, you'll need to wait and see how we feel about it because it's our podcast, not yours. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Yeah, on that note, fuck off. Right, bye. Bye. Bye.